Synth Electronic Music Show brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name is Peter Coyt and I'm joined by Clive Walpole in the studio. Yes, hello and happy Star Wars Day. And yes. uh, we've got a nice mix today from with spacey stuff and uh, tribute to Klaus Schultz, who we lost uh, last week. Yeah. And, uh, and lots Sorry. of cheese for my 70s days. Well, I mean, uh, I suppose there's cheese on the moon, isn't there? So well, that's true. Still so in space. Yeah, yeah it's a moon link there. Plus, it's, it's your birthday. It is Star Wars Day, yeah. <laughs> yeah <so. laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so we're starting off uh, with a piece from uh, Mis- the Mystery Circles compilation album. We've put together from the Podular Modcast. The second track on it is, is called Starbound by uh, Space Racer, who I don't know much about, but she looks like she's she is actually a pilot. Bit uh, of a mystery, though. From, from yeah. her from her Instagram, lots of pictures of her in the edges of space. Pressure suits. Pressure suits. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This is Starbound by Space Racer. Thank you. 
journey there? Well, I like that, yeah. I like those sort of nice clangorous bits, and uh, I like that sound you get. He's sort of got virtually no no envelope on the on the on the sound, where it's just nice sort of buzzy on off sounds. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, a bit, of, a bit of guitar in there as well. Yeah. Looped. Yeah. Really nice, huh? Yeah, that's on the uh, Podular Modcast and Friends compilation. Definitely check out that, that as well. Yeah. Tim Held has been doing that for a few years now. Well worth a listen. Mm-hmm. So, this uh, next piece is a, is a bit of a transition from space to, to the cheese. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's got 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 the moon in it, so it's got a bit of spaciness. Yeah, and this is um, Moon City from Absolute Elsewhere, which was um, Paul Fishman. This is this is one of my first sort of selection of my cheesy cheesy section, yeah. <laughs> where um, in the seventies I was sort of obsessively buying records with um, uh, synths in them, and there were a lot of synths out then that were uh, kind of demonstrations of synth and that sort of day it would be a particular synth you know and obviously um, you had things like um, uh, switched on bark and that which was like a groundbreaking one but you had loads and loads of things as well that went on the back of that and they were all themed a lot of people that were band leaders were frightened of synths so they um uh, I think they, they, they included synths in, into pieces of music and things like that. I think they mm. were thinking synth was going to take over. Yeah. Well, there was a little bit <laughs> of that going. frightened of that, weren't they? Yeah, all the sort of <laughs> things like that. And, um, but, um, yeah, so this is the first one. This is abs- uh, In Search of the Ancient Gods, the album. It was based on the Eric Von Däniken books where he had this... Um, well, I don't really, really believe it himself, but the, the, <laughs> all the archaeology they were finding had some sort of space... Space field into yeah, as well the aliens the, had been here. One of the early conspiracy theory, fake, yeah. fake news phenomenons, weren't they? Kind of, yeah. Before yeah, the internet. Yeah, well, ninety percent of the internet is now, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but I do like it, and although a lot of these are cheesy, they got me into synths, and they got all these. So I think some of them were being used, bits of them, or if not all of them, we were used quite creatively as well. So, yeah, this is the first, as I say, and this is Moon City from sometime in the 70s, but I can't remember when, I, when, it, when it was out, but um, here we go.
wasn't too cheesy, was it? No, it wasn't me. really. No, so I say that's sort of cheesy genre, <laughs> but that. As I say, there's more to cheese than to meets the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, all full of holes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mm. But yeah, yeah, nice little solo at the end. Yeah, nice yeah, one. quite psychedelic that. I quite liked it. And it was, yeah, would have, wouldn't have been out of place on a, on a, on you know, other albums as well. That sort of sound, you know, mm. in its own right. Mm. So we've got a Dutch artist next yeah dupe or dupe stockermans stockerman yeah yeah he says uh he was johannes stockerman but he's known as dupe and yeah. um this album uh got me interested or, or taught me i suppose about the, the arp synthesizer to 2500 because it was all done on the 2500 and it's uh, fairly sort of it has a lot of covers and things like that um some of them are, are his own com compositions on this album and some of them are covers of uh, traditional sort of um, middle-of-the-road sort of pieces of music. Um, but, the, yeah, the ARP 2500 is sort of an iconic synth and, mm. uh, you know, I think it was it made a hundred of them. That's all they made. But right. then now it's been reissued in various forms by different manufacturers, you know, Beringer and... Um, who's the other people? There's another company that's done it as well. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's been reproduced a few times now in modular form. and uh, But it had a very unusual way of uh, patching as well. It didn't have cables. It had these sliders that clicked up and across in a grid. Yeah. Which um, uh, would be quite interesting for to, um, somebody to actually have a go at making one of the patching systems, I think. I'd like mind trying that out. Yeah. But, uh, uh, apparently, it, it was quite a noisy system because it used to have a lot of crosstalk in it as well. But... I think that makes the sound sometimes. Yeah, all these sort of like flaws. Yeah. Make it sort of individual, doesn't it? And yeah, yeah. So anyway, this is um, called. Now I don't have the pronunciation. I imagine it's called pronounced Tij. Tij. Tid. Would that be Tid? Yeah. Tide. Yeah, it could be a silent J, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Tid. And it's from the magic of the ARP synthesizer from Duke Stockerman.
cheese that was. That was lovely cheese, that. Oozing <laughs> oh, cheddar. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, well done. Yeah. Well yeah. done, youp. Yeah. <laughs> That's right in there. <laughs> yeah. We always do listen to that one regularly. It's funny, though, isn't it? Not, not that, you know, that album. But, uh, Very sentimental. Yeah, it does. This is the thing. It's all bringing, bringing it all back now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do we have next then? Paddy Kingsland. Yeah, Paddy Kingsland, icon of the Radio Sonic Workshop. He, I, he did the um, the, the radio, the, music, the soundtrack of the radio version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I think, the original one. Mm. He did the music on yeah. that as well. But this one's actually um, classed as a BBC Radio Sonic Workshop album, but it's a solo from him. And. Um, and uh, he did a lot of stuff on it, including which I was going to include on this one. Remember, you're a Womble. Oh, no. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Thank did, God you didn't. But, but I fell back from that one. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of his original ones. He did, he did do a version of the uh, Doctor Who theme as well, I think, Paddy Kingston. Hmm. But this is all done using the VCS3 and the uh, Cinti 100 as well. So all, a lot of this is all from that. Uh, I think he used the uh, Art Podesty quite a bit, but I don't know whether he did on this album. But mm-hmm. this one's um, 181 from uh, 1973, Paddy King's and Fourth Dimension album. <laughs> could have been a sort of a radio or a TV show from the 70s, you know, like on Technology Today and yeah. all that. It yeah. sounded like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little um, motif melody there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that, yeah. Well, the, the um, switched on Bach, it sort of spawned so many sort of copies and inspired so many people to go that way, didn't it? Yeah, we, uh, I was reading about this one because uh, um, I bought it because I had all the switched on albums, you know, the Wendy Carlos ones, and then I saw they all switched on, oh, that, that, I'll go get that. Yeah. And that's what uh, happened with Columbia Records. They, they sort of put somebody in charge of um, 
I've switched on because <laughs> because mm. it was such a cashing in yeah cash so, in. so everything was switched on rock <laughs> switched on jazz switched on yeah and this was it's, um, it's like the great British dot 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 isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah and this is um, this is from well a, a band called the Moog, Moog Machine which um, I don't know whether it was actually oh well, yes it was actually yeah Kenny Asher I think one of the people on it but yeah the Moog Machine and this is uh, switched on rock and it's actually time of the season which is um, a Donovan track mm. uh, which uh, I'm a big big you know, follower of Donovan as well at the time and uh, also like this one because it was used on I don't know, the series Britannia that they've put on about the Romans in Britain oh, yeah. um, and uh, they use this as a title track when I uh, quite like the music they use on it because they use this sort of um, sort of iconic old sort of 70s tracks and that on it a lot yeah. That you wouldn't think it would work, but it works with the, <laughs> with the idea of the Romans and the, yeah. and the ancient Britons. It works well. Inappropriately working. Yeah. yeah, kind of shouldn't work, but does. Well, yeah, I like that. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, time of the season. Um, switched on rock from the uh, Moog machine. Moog. Oh, the Moog machine. So you've got me saying it now.
think some of those synths needed tuning. They probably did, <laughs> yeah. They were a little bit... Yeah, yeah, we're using a big module. I think it was drifting around there. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, a bit of But it did give you an idea. I think the thing that attracted me these were they not so much the music, but they gave a good demonstration of, of the sound palette of what a synth could do. So you've got such a wide range of sounds. They're kind of... Whereas now you'd actually design a piece of music and you'd work on one particular perhaps patch and you know ideas for a patch they sort of threw everything in mm. to show you what well, can do this and it can sound metallic and it can sound like a you know whatever or like a whistle or things like that so i think that's what got me into that sort of album yeah and uh, that that had that range yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, you know, they obviously didn't intend the uh, cheesiness of that, but the next piece by uh, Matt Berry, yes. he's definitely he's definitely sort of taking t- cheese to a sort of new sort of aesthetic, <laughs> this is isn't fantastic. he? This is design cheese, yeah. Well, this is from, he's quite uh, serious, though, about what he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matt Berry's uh, very much into, into synthesised electronic music. Yeah. And, um, and this is from Gar- Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, um, yeah, that, that I mean, uh, well, Matthew Holness, who wrote that, starred in it. He's born in Whitstable, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a Whitstabalian. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah. he's a. Saw him once. <laughs> Did you? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just came around the corner and went, oh. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> that was um, obviously sort of retro, uh, well, uh, sort of set in a sort of fictional 80s time. Yeah, in wasn't Romford, it? wasn't it? In Romford, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it was Old Church Hospital or something like oh. that. <laughs> I remember this. This is like one of the most popular tracks of the of the whole series. Oh, I, I love this. It just yeah. uh, it's just so funny. <laughs> I really love it. So it's uh, Matt Berry, or what, I mean, what was his? I can't remember his character. Uh, he, he was. Um, what are their names now? I can't think of his names. Uh, yeah, on, yeah. Uh, it was Todd Rivers, the actor who plays Doctor Lucian Sanchez. Sanchez, that was it. It was Sanchez, yeah. So yeah. there's like two levels there. Yeah. But yeah, this is him, him, him when he's sort of fantasising about. Um, Crush on. Uh, yeah, on Alice Lowe. Alice Dr. Lowe, Dr. Right. Dr. Asher. Crush, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's one way lover. One way lover. Yeah. I put some sounds on. There's a bad atmosphere in here. Why won't she be mine? I wish I was more attractive like Douglas. Still, one can only dream. I'm a one-track lover Down a two-way lane Driving fast down the highway Must have been insane Cause the temperature's too high Traveling way too fast And I knew our loving Was too hot to last She's smooth Like ice cold to the touch And it isn't very nice when you left Alone Your lady treats you badly If you hang on the phone Take off Shove your loving on the wheel, put the pedal to the floor, cause you're heading for the hills, gotta get away. Can't take it no more. Man, you don't need this, leave her at the door. The door, the door, the door. Sanch, open the door. Open the door, Sanch, Sanch. Sorry, Thornton. 
bad dream. Ah, oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got to mention uh, uh, Richard A.O.A., the... Oh, yeah. Uh, doing the, doing the, the rap, the Thornton <laughs> Reed. fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. Yes. Oh. Well, where do we go from there? Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There's some lovely, actually lovely synth lines in that, didn't it, as well? You know, they sort of... Uh, yeah. Synth guitar Jazzy. solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's go back to some serious stuff, shall we? Oh, let's serious yeah, cheese. Now, now yeah, we talk, we're talking about cheese, but really, you know, we're, we're sort of classy with the more garson, yeah, with Dragonfly. Um, we we did we, a while back uh, sort of a tribute with a track every week from uh, from his Plantagio album, but mm. this is um, yeah, this is from um, music from Patchcord Productions, Mort Garson and uh, Dragonfly. And um, it's, yeah, it's not really cheese, you could say, but he was quite a, a big purveyor of the, um, of the Moog Modular. In fact, I think he actually uh, took it on the road and demonstrated the Moog Modular as well when, when, I, when I was trying to uh, sell them originally. Yeah. So uh, this yeah. is, sounds like, still, again, this has got the sound of a 70s TV show, I think. In it, but I think a lot of this music did at the time because synths were on everything, weren't they? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is Dragonfly from Mort Garson.
streamed, it wasn't very cheesy. Well, it was actually. <laughs> cheesier than, hmm. I, than I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> very jazzing. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> funk cheese. Extreme funk cheese, yeah. <laughs> Good album, though, that. Yes. <laughs> uh, I yeah. remember, um, yeah, in the 90s sometime, I w- went to a Brocon and found a Space Art album. And I thought, what's this? This, is, this looks interesting. I've never heard of it. And mm. brought it back and thought, oh, yeah, whole whole sort of world of synths, that, uh, French synths that I never yeah. knew about. Yeah, yeah. Opened up my mind. Yeah, they were, uh, yeah, they were sort of, um, yeah, iconic people, really. You know, they're a bit like, you know, the purveyors of music, the same as air, really, weren't they? In that sort of way, the way they explored the synths. And, um, um, Apparently they opened for uh, Jean-Michel Jarre a few concerts, and I think... Um, That's surprising. Uh, uh, who was it? Oh, it was Dom- Dominic Perrier. Um, he played uh, with uh, Jean-Michel Jarre as well, played keyboards oh. with him as well. So, yeah, they were quite prolific, yeah. They use a harp odyssey, didn't they? Uh, their main synth. Yeah, yeah, they use odysseys and uh, MS-20s as well, I think. Mm. Yeah, but the Odyssey, yeah, is there. But they're sort of around, they started around the punk, uh, well, early punk, 77. Yeah, yeah, at that, <laughs> that time, yeah, which is, you know, you, 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 well, it was, you know, stuff, other stuff coming out at the same time, wasn't there? But, yeah, um, it wasn't yeah. just punk. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and they, I think they reformed about 10 years ago, mm. and they're still going now. Yeah, 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 sad. So this is called Watch It. Watch It. Watch It. Trip to the centre head from 77 from Space Art.
Yeah. Oh dear. I must have thought, I mean, imagine them thinking, that sounds fantastic, like a trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the, the more serious you are, the better it is yeah. with the cheese, the cheese genre. Yeah. You've got to play it straight, like comedy. Oh, you have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. That's the yeah, key to it. Good, that. Uh, Larry Fast was on the Martin Ware podcast saying that... Oh, yeah. The difference between Wendy Carlos emulating the orchestral sounds and tones which have been developed by, over the you know, millennia, the centuries, mm. whatever. Um, but then people like, we should have, well, Tomito, we should have had on tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come along and doing their comedy. <laughs> comedy he did some good comical out. sounds, yeah, that's right. And he didn't really like that, did he, Larry Fast? He seemed quite upset that people would do that. <laughs> yeah, not serious. I think it's a, you know, a place for everything, but uh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I like. To me, to, to me, my favourite was his when it when he he did the um, Debussy Debussy, and I, and it was sort of it really sounded natural Debussy, yeah. The way he played it, it, it I like the fact that he didn't try mm. to copy orchestral instruments and just went off yeah. on whatever the synth so, did, yeah, and used it as a, a sound palette rather yeah. than a, and got the well, it was an impre- Debussy's music was impressionistic, so it's like an impressionistic. Yeah. Improvisation of it. Yeah. Well, we could definitely do a few more cheese cheese uh, specials, couldn't we? Oh, well, we definitely. There's <laughs> so much cheese out there. <laughs> <laughs> Decades of synth cheese. Yeah. Um, well, going back to our uh, our show, we, we have a tribute. <laughs> we have, we've got a tribute to uh, Klaus Schultz. Yeah. Next to uh, Sadie, died last week. He died last week, yeah, and he was one of the... F- Founders of um, Tangerine Dream, uh, and uh, I didn't realise he started as a drummer. I didn't realise he was a drummer. Mm. But yeah, he, he, he was the founder of uh, Tangerine Dream, and uh, it was in a band called Psy Free, which I didn't know of actually, and the Zodiac Club. Mm. Um, but he, he certainly did was one of the originators of that sort of Berlin school sound. As well, yeah. along with uh, Edgar Froese and um, uh, oh, he was in the Ashrar Temple as well. Played with, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's in that scene, you know, all that sort of stuff that was going on at the time. And um, he, he's quite prolific. He's got quite a few albums out, and um, I've got a lot of his stuff. And this one particularly is uh, uh, this one's from Livy Electronic uh, Volume Four. I think there was about four or five. Volumes he did, uh, Klaus Schultz in that series, and this is uh, Bilder Lieben. Uh, I'm not sure what year this is from, but it's um, yeah, it's got he's got his own signature on it as well. So it's not you know not just Tangerine Dreamy. It's all his, his sound on this as well, and uses a lot of EMS VCS3 as well. Oh, nice.
of that that arpeggiating vibe is just it's it's sort of very now isn't it it is yeah and that sort of time delay i like that mm. it's running and it's sort of yeah yeah like yeah. a ping pong delay really on that, but anyway yeah, yeah nice. big influence on the whole synth scene yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you've got that sort of tangerine you can feel that sort of vibe with the with the sort of pads in the background i think either string string synth or, or a mellotron mm. yeah but that sort of dreamy sound you get done along with it. Really yeah. nice. Mm. Well, that's brought us back into the spacey vibe. Again, it, yeah, it? yeah, we're back in space again. Um, this is this is a, a track. The next one from um, my, my impending album. Hopefully, be able to get it out. So um, it's a track from uh, yeah called Phase. So it's a sort of a track done sort of inspired by the moon. Not necessarily about the moon. Inspired about the moon and things about the moon, and this uh, track is uh, Mari Tranquilitatis, which is Sea of Tranquility, which is where they landed. The original, the first landing was mm. in the Sea of Tranquility, which I thought was a nice, smooth place to land. And when they actually got there, it was absolutely strewn with little tiny boulders all over the place. Oh. And uh, right at the last minute, with the last thirty seconds of fuel, Neil Armstrong had to take over and fly it manually. Yeah. So he missed the craters and things like that and got it down on the spot. God, it was crazy. Just, and it was down to like the last, you know, sort of smell of smell of gas in the in the tanks as he landed. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah amazing. Crazy. But, yeah, that somebody could do that. But um, yeah, so this is uh, not inspired by the landing, but it's inspired by the place. Mm. <laughs> uh, Mere tranquillitatis from uh, um, album Phase. But analog mechanic. Analog mechanic, yeah.
atmospheric. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think I used a lot of um, the um, Pittsburgh module on that one. Mm. Playing around with that and um, yeah, a bit of reverb. <laughs> yeah, had that sort of feel of the low gravity of the moon. Yeah, I kept flying yeah. off my seat actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. Look forward to that album. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> get there eventually. Yeah. Going back to France with a with some uh, a piece from the, the forthcoming Jan Tiersen album. Mm. Best known for his soundtracks, like for Amelie and uh, the uh, was it called the Goodbye Lenin? Have you seen that film? Uh, He's been posting up lots of videos recently of him doing sort of modular and, and, and bookler stuff in the middle of a field. Yeah. So he's, he's been using a lot of synths in his new album recently, and uh, they've all got names like Numbers. I don't know yeah, whether it's... I, that, I think it yeah. might be the actual... To me, I don't know whether it's, it's the actual... What do you call it? The coordinates? Could be. I haven't actually looked up what they are, the coordinates, but this this one... Simple, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It could be, seeing as he's doing this well. stuff in, in the field. Yeah, yeah. But this one is called Eleven... Five eighteen two five eighteen, and it's from his new album of the same name, which I'm not going to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by Ian Tiersen. Thank you. 
it's interesting the way he's combined his arpeggiating sort of piano melodies into the into sort of electronics. Yeah, yeah, it worked well, didn't it? And uh, yeah, a lot of variation through that from the start, which was quite abstract, mm. and, and then get, becoming more and more melodic. Yeah. And it went, you know, went into it. He's playing live soon as well. I'd like to go and see him. Oh yeah. Um, I looked up that number, and it, it, the coordinates go to uh, Benin. West Africa, oh. which was a French colony, so maybe ah. it's, it's, uh, it's something to do with that, but it doesn't, it doesn't well, it might say. Have been lottery numbers. But, uh. <laughs> 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 might try them. So back to space. Yes. And back to cheese, I suppose. Kingston University Stylophone Orchestra. I mean, the Stylophone is, is sort of not so, so. known for its, its sort of cheesiness, isn't it? No, yeah, it's got it's, it's quite a sort of an upfront little instrument, isn't it? It's the first sort of one I actually played in public. Mm, a, yeah, me too. Stylophone. <laughs> my, my public outing was at infant school. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> in front of the class, I still remember yeah. it now. Yeah, <laughs> I played button for a... a, a Flipping great PA, it sounded like a hammered organ. I was amazed by it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Dr. Leah Cardos is, a, is the sort of head of the um, Stylophone Orchestra. She, apparently, she was introduced to Debrec and the Stylophone from Tony Visconti. Ah, right. Yeah. But yeah, this is um, a piece from their brilliant album, Stylophonica, and it's a version of Space Odyssey.
Tiller Bowie famously used the stylophone on that original yeah. track, didn't he? He did. Just yeah. that, just that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't actually do that on that one, did they? They didn't use that that effect. No, when he ran up the keys and he had a little bit of um, sort of delay on it, or a little bit of echo on it. Yeah. It sounds like there's a bit of um, uh, a bit well, of Mellotron and all sorts in, in well, there. Well, I think they it? used a lot of the. Uh, is it the G fifty or something like that? Since they make a synth, an actual synth that's like a stylophone based synth, don't they? Just a real synth sort of thing, you know, with a VCF. Right. Oh, it's all. Yeah. So I think they use those on it as well. A full range of Debrec yeah. instruments, like, yeah. mixed in with Omnicord. Oh, Omnicord must have been the... The, the Omnicord, yeah. 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 And Volker as well. Yeah. Oh, they use Volker on there yeah, as well. Yeah, some Volker yeah. sequences. Oh. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, very nice, yeah. yeah I wonder if they use the 350, because I've got a, a stylophone, the big one, you know, the 350, which mm. I, I keep meaning to do something with it. So oh yeah, you need to get that out. Bring it along to the uh, meet up. That'd be nice, yeah. On the thirteenth yeah. of May. Yeah, yeah. Here cool. in Whitstable. Mm, mm. <laughs> I see our Facebook group for details. Yeah. Carrying on the the, the space yeah. theme, uh, a single from from my uh, other guys of Shape Navigator was out released in nineteen ninety four on Gorilla Records. Dick mm. O'Dell run he's, he's run that and he's he's coming down to Whitstable soon actually. And the first release I made was called Solar. So I thought, play a bit of that. Mm, that'd be good. Yeah, it's, do that. it's quite. It's a. It's a sort of a mild banger. It was played a lot in clubs at the time. This is from what period? The sort of eighties. Ninety-four. 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 Mm. Right. Oh god. So this is called Solar by Shape Navigator.
There's a bit of Solar from uh, Ooh, yeah, like that. Bit of acid bass there. Yeah, that was a Juno 106 and a, a Jupiter 6. Oh, really? Plus um, plus the uh, S3000 sampler. Ah, yeah, Ooh, like that. Running off a, the, Atari, the Atari, Atari 1040, yeah. yeah. Atari, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's sort of come back now as well. People don't use that. Stuff. Yeah, and, and Amigas, yeah. And Amigas, yeah. I might be using the Amiga for, for video work. So we um come to the last, the banger track of this evening. Yes. Uh, it's from uh, Oregon-based artist Cat's Breath. It's a good name. Mm. And um, <laughs> another another artist has come across via the... The Podular Modcast, mm. um, Tim Held, yeah, Tim Held, mm. long-running podcast. She uses a mixture of, uh, of um, virtual and and modular instruments, and there's a bit of humour in it, I think. Well, well got, yeah, it's nice to have a bit of humour. Bit of a groove, and there's a bit of a spacey vibe because it's called Breach in Airlock C. Ooh.
breath beach now look see that's a bit of a zero gravity funk yeah it's good that sort of uh, loops and things wasn't it i think yeah. it's all yeah, yeah it's nice and some ratcheting going on yeah yeah very nice yeah so uh thanks again for listening to our space cheese episode yeah cheese in space <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you smell in space you smell you apparently space smells you know somebody an astronaut said taste smell space has got a smell something like burnt carbon or something like that mm. Mm. you can't scream in space can you no no oh no one can hear you scream oh yeah you can scream but you can't hear it yeah <laughs> <laughs> get it right <laughs> yeah i used to like all the old uh, i used to watch fireball xl5 and things like that and the rockets used to go along and the and the smoke used to go upwards. Out there. And I used to, even as a kid, I think, why is the smoke going upwards in space? Yeah, they can't fall us, can they? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, check out the Facebook page and the Twitter page where we've got details of our first meet-up. Yes. Uh, relaxed yes. relaxed uh, sessions on May the 13th, Friday the, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Date easy to remember. Yes. It's at the... Um, function room at the Labour Club in Whitstable yes come along yeah nice to meet up a few people and share meet and share yeah do a little do some little performances or Mm. yeah no pressure no the main thing is to um, to see who's around yeah and yeah to make to make links and get to know and listen to what people are doing yeah bring some bring your gear yeah BYO Mm. BYO circuits (laughs) yeah (laughs) And there's, there's the beer at the bar. And, and there's some yeah. beer there, yeah, yeah. as well. <laughs> if you need it. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll, yes. we'll be back in a few weeks' time. Yes. And uh, so, till then, uh, we'll see you on Facebook. And uh, keep, keep, keep a look out for our messages. Yeah. And uh, till then, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>